Welcome to the Cinephile Hissy Fit Podcast, the tirade film movie debate podcast hosted by two film critics, cool dads and struggling teachers. I'm Don Shanahan. And I am William Henry Johnson III. Ooh, so formal. And, you know, the formal yeah, things come. And, uh, I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, when we get together, formality is handshakes instead of waves across the Internet. Because, uh, folks, for this, we're damn glad to have you. Uh, this is kind of a special thing for the Cinephile His Fit, this episode here. And we have one of two of this. Uh, Will Johnson was in town visiting family in Chicago, and we got together. I hope you saw some of our... Uh, social media-ness of how that turned out. And uh, one of the big collaborations that came from that was uh, we wanted to see a lot of uh, Chicago folks. We've got a lot of mutual critic friends and and creative personalities. So um, Mike Crowley, of you'll probably agree, kind of put together a, a space for a bunch of us to kind of get together and record some content. Uh, he is the uh, founder of You'll Probably Agree, and he works at the Laugh Factory Comedy Club in Chicago, which made for a you know, an imposing little venue. We're sitting here in the Laugh Factory recording. So um, this is kind of a result of Will being in town and said, hey, who wants to come meet Will? And we did this. So uh, we've got Mike Crowley, if you'll probably agree. Uh, you have Katie Glywell, you know, frequent guest of our show, the blonde in front. You have Hayden Mears of uh, a freelance guy who's got a little bit of everything in a lot of places. And then the two of us clowns. Um, and we got together for a pair of shows. And this first one, was uh, a a diatribe together, kind of in cinephile history fit style, without the timers and the such, of Star Wars: The Last Jedi. And Will, how do you think that kind of turned out? Uh, I mean, knowing the people we have there, you know, during mm-hmm. this live event, I mean, this isn't going to be a knockdown drag out. No one's going to be punching anybody or. You know, claiming they're a hack or there's no exclamations of greatest movie ever, worst movie ever. None of that stuff. I think it was a pretty balanced conversation. I think we got some good points in there. I think the people that like it, even though they're idiots, uh, they uh, they Mm -hmm. made their points for pretty, pretty well. And those people that don't like it, like geniuses like me, um, Mm. you know, also came across pretty well. So it uh, it all worked out, I think. I I think I think it's something that people will enjoy. I think so. And uh, Mike was good enough to kind of share the this audio stuff with us where we can put it in the podcast as a special episode. If you want to see the video of all of us kind of hamming it up and doing our thing, look up Mike Crowley and you'll probably agree. He's kind of the owner and keeper of the video side of this. But uh, for the audio, we get to share it here in the Cinephile History Fit. So, ladies and gents, please enjoy this little talk on Star Wars The Last Jedi. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, I keep wanting to say you'll probably agree, but welcome to a critics panel, a Chicago indie critics panel. With me is Will Johnson, Hayden Mirror, Don Shanahan, Katie Glidewell, I'm Mike Crowley. Um, if you guys like, you can all uh, pitch your sites. Uh, we'll go around the room. We'll start with uh, <coughs> Will first. Uh, Katie's just dying, but don't worry. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I am Will Johnson. Uh, oh, thank you. I am Will Johnson. I am from currently from Phoenix, Arizona, originally from Tampa, Florida, and uh, I am the co-host, co-creator of Cinephile Hissy Fit Podcast. I have no critic credentials. I'm not as cool as any of the people in here, uh, though I am the best looking. And uh, and the uh, but uh, the uh, yeah, we're uh, this is something we kind of put together. Me and Don, we were kind of like, hey, let's get 
some people together. Let's have like a little Avengers Assemble moment. So that's why we have this little crew here of uh, many awesome uh, content creators. I, this sounds horrible to say, but like, we're all you know making talking about movies and stuff. So to my left is. Hayden Mears. I'm more on the written side of the entertainment journalism thing. I don't really do podcasts very much, but they asked me to be here, so here I am. Um, I mainly freelance for Starburst Magazine, uh, based in the UK. I've written and edited for Collider, The Playlist, you name it. I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place. So, And to my left Yeah, I'm is... Darren Shanahan of Every Movie Has a Lesson 25 Years Later, uh, the co-host, co-creator of the Cinephile Hits Fit Podcast, uh, member of Chicago Indie Critics and a zillion other critics organizations. And, yeah, this is nice to get some people together, this symposium of gatherings with Will in town. So it's nice to play his true guy in Chicago and get people together. And then uh, Katie, would you say? I am Katie Glidewell, uh, the blonde in front. I also am on uh, the blonde in front of fear on radio horror and um, post-mortem radio, uh, as well as a number of other blogs and podcasts. Uh, based out of Chicago and affiliate member of Chicago Indie Critics. And I'm excited to get these cinephile minds together and talk about some movies. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, First matter of business is, uh, I just got to someone, stupid switcher. All right, uh, first matter of business is, does everybody like The Last Jedi? <laughs> is everyone a fan of it? Oh, I so, love, I, what's the date? Is this 2017? Yeah, yeah. I unapologetically love that movie. I'll help you on this one. Okay. You, you want me to launch? Okay, to launch so let's see. All right, I want to see the four Last Jedi side before we go to the anti-Jedi, the Sith. Okay. Okay. I'm pro Sith, by the way. Yeah. So you you hate the movie? Mm. Yes. Yes. You hate joy. I, I hate Star Wars <laughs> mainly. It just it's not. A little too much joy, if you ask me. Well, yeah. A yeah. Long, long time oh. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I I am I am Anakin Skywalker slaughtering younglings. That's how excited I am oh about God. Star Wars. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, go ahead. So I think the movie is imperfect, but I think it nails Definitely. it nails Correct. character and theme very very well. Um, I think it does. And Katie is giving me a look right now that strongly suggests she disagrees. But mm. I think, I mean, Luke's arc in that movie is basically King Arthur. Like, that's basically how, if you think about it, that's how his legend okay. ends. I'm following you. Um, I think that there's an argument to be made about him not being consistent with who he was in the original trilogy. Okay. Um, you know, trying to murder his nephew is kind of a, kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, but I think thematically... Uh, the movie w was not what fans were ready for. I think that he was trying to, Ryan Johnson was trying to tell people to move on and to let the past die, you know, kill it if you have to. Yeah. Um, I'll back that. I, um, I admire the movie for its balls to try something different. I, I like uh, that yeah. um, it, it's a Star Wars movie that, that tried a few new ideas, whether they work or not is another story. Um, but um, I also try to kind of, I'm not an expectations person. You know me. I'm not watching trailers. I avoid a lot of things. I know Katie's in that ballpark where she's not much of a trailer watcher and a blurb reader and, a, and definitely not chasing fan wires and beats and all that stuff. So um, I was willing to come in and see something different, be surprised. Um, coming from the J.J. Abrams movie before it, obviously that was a – people call it a nostalgia fest and a, and a redo of a lot of things or a reintroduction to places that we've been before, cheerful, happy, and otherwise. But um, for The Last Jedi to attempt what it attempted, and again, imperfectly, um, but in places enough to give it credit. I, I like the ideas of, of challenging a few things and pushing a few characters in directions that, that flex a little bit the miles that are on the tires of what these characters are and where this franchise was at because it has been 
at that point, what, 20-something years since, then, since Return of the Jedi, where what would that do to, to a Luke Skywalker? And would it be as perfect as we all want it to be as, a, as another sage mentor figure? And he's not. And I'm okay with a fallible mentor for, compared to the trope we've had over the years of every mentor character being graybeard and wonderful. So I'm happy that we got a guy who is, is busted and broke and, and, and needs fixing and maybe won't get fixed, but well, redeems himself where he can. A lot of it comes down to, can you buy that Luke would do that? Like, I think a lot of that, and, and, I, and a lot of people can't. Yeah. That it's is, true. Is, it's true. A lot of people have trouble getting past their, the uh, possibility that he would have tried mm -hmm. to murder his nephew. Yeah. Like, that's big for a lot of people. It is. And I see why. Um, but I think that it's like, do you believe people can change or grow? Like, mm -hmm. it's kind of boils down to, do you believe that? Like, do you believe yeah. that people can take kind of a hard turn that way? If there's a place that the movie is, is unfortunately, almost literally and figuratively pedestrian, is is the light speed fuel running chase and canto bite diversion stuff oh. where like that whole middle section is awful. I'll it's admit bad. that for sure. Where like it's this chase with an undetermined end, but it's really still overblown and drawn out for the sake of drawn out. And then the casino side trip is just dumb. Um, yeah. Finn doesn't really do much at all. No, anything in that but movie. um. But I, if, I can, if I can get my head past that and I go to where Luke is at and where Kylo Ren is at and the confrontation of such and the elevation of where Rey moves and, and gets to with this movie is, 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 is enough for me to gravitate and enjoy it, you know? Um, and yeah, to do that with some Rashomon, to do that with some flashbacks, yeah. to do that in some places a Star Wars movie hasn't tried to go narratively and stylistically, I was willing to give it a chance. The, the cinematography but, in it was amazing. I think it's yeah. a beautiful movie, personally. Yeah. Oh my God, that fight with the red knights on... Amazing. Oh, yeah. the Kurosawa, uh, the the little that place. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Snoke Storm Rooms, great. But yeah, Will, I want to hear the. No, oh I, wait, we yeah. haven't heard I, that. I hate that scene as a, a a stunt action guy because all the stuntmen are waiting to be hit. Oh, I think it's choreographed yeah. poorly and it looks too stagey for me. I, I prefer. I know it's people throwing lightsabers around and stuff, mm -hmm. but <laughs> when you've got like a guy in the back. Like going like okay, it's almost my turn. It's almost my turn to get my ass kicked. Like that, and there was like yeah. people just like spinning around for like no reason. No, exactly. Like a first yeah, shot. I, I'm like, wait, what are they doing? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan. Will's not wrong. It's there's a scene too where one of the yeah. guys that that Ray is fighting, the one of his blades is like in a different. Oh, oh go ahead. yeah. Go ahead. One of his blades is is for no reason in a di different hand from like shot to shot, and it's like sure. there's some lack of consistency there. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. It didn't take me out of the scene as much, I think, as it did for a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that what the scene meant, I was more caught up in that. Than me, I, too. Yeah, like, me too. I get you on that. Yeah. Um, but I will agree from a choreography pr perspective. I mean, it's not realistic that they would just come at them one at a time. That doesn't make any of sense. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But also that happens in most action movies. I, think, it does. That's why I can't. But that, it's like an action speed. trope. Yeah. Where it's like they just watch come. Kung Fu Hustle, guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's a waiting room at a dentist's office of a DMV of people to get killed. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I, I come from a a fan background of you know Hong Kong action films that don't yeah. play with that trope. They they True. are very True. much like Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and Jet Li and all them. They and Sammo Hung and all them. They take on ten guys it's at once. That's just how they go. Fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, um, yeah. As for the movie, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off what Don was saying. Um, I also like that it tries something different. Um, my only problem, my two problems with that is, is I think a lot of people are saying because it's different, it is therefore good. 
um, you can still mm. do something different and it can suck. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I didn't like what it did. Uh, There's a tug of war in that movie of like, what's Ryan's big ideas and what's maybe some studio pushback. I think we always ask yeah. that about some Marvel movies. Maybe it's time to ask that about Star Wars movies. Well, it's, so. uh, don't you besmirch Marvel in front of me. Uh, but uh, we, <laughs> That's uh, exactly why I do it. But no, but. Besmirching uh, in front of him. The other thing is, is I feel like, and this may be the J.J. Abrams aspect of it, mm. you can tell when a series is directionless. Uh, I, I, I like that Ryan Johnson had a vision, but it feels very much like a one-person vision, a one-movie vision, yeah. when Star Wars itself is built on trilogies. It's built mm-hmm. on That's saga. Right. And at the end of the movie, I was just like, well, why even have episode nine? Because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. And of course, we got episode nine, and there was nowhere else to go. Ooh, so, um, you know, I, I just, I admire someone trying to do something different. I just feel like it's directionless. I didn't find it particularly funny. I found it uh, distracting. And also, there are exceptions, Empire Strikes Back being one of them, but I don't like sequels that, in general, that separate people that we just got together. Either if if they're at odds with each other. The only one that can come up to my mind right now is like Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, they get them together the whole movie. It takes the whole movie to get Ant-Man and Wasp together. And then the next movie, they're like hating each other the whole time. And we um, cast Finn, while Finn off too. Yeah, so I, so yeah, Finn goes up. I mean, Empire Strikes Back is the exception because that one, they're only together. The main stars are only together. But you almost feel like they're together in spirit the whole movie because Luke is always thinking about them. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so that's an exception. But yeah, I don't like the idea that we got this great relationship in Force Awakens with... Finn and Ray, and yeah. even Poe to a degree, mm-hmm. and then they're all just disjointed and away from each other. And That's I thought I, that ruined the experience because to me, the great thing about Force Awakens, even if it's derivative of New Hope, I thought the casting was excellent, and mm. that was the power of their being together. That's one thing I really liked about the sequel trilogy, just on one note, is like the acting is really good. It is, and I think, and I think that's because they they, they were like, okay, just do not fuck up the acting. Like Disney was like, after seeing the prequels and how flat everything yeah. was and there's still some choice yeah so yes i uh dislike this film actually many reasons different from what you guys were pointing out <laughs> i actually do appreciate the fact that luke had a different aspect mm-hmm. on his character and even mark hamill i read in imdb when he read the script he's like I don't agree with any yeah. of the way you're doing it, but you know what? This is my job. This is my role. I'm going to do the best of my ability, and I think you did a good job. I yeah. do want to say, though, watching this, because believe me, I watched this, unfortunately, five times before we came here, because I do my homework. In a row? Yes. <laughs> that's that's Just dedication. over oh. and over and over. She wins a dedication award. Technically, so. yeah. that's why she's got Luke Skywalker didn't try to kill his nephew. Thank he you. He thought about it. He thought about it, he had the lifesaver, Kylo Ren thought he did, but then he's telling Ray, I had it in my hand, I I realize this is wrong, but all Mm -hmm. I saw was that child's But some people still think that's too far, though, for Luke. Well, true, but he didn't, but he, like, yeah, he had the lightsaber, he's like, what am I doing? It's, this is wrong. And I support you on that, he did the same thing in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He was about to wallop Vader, Mm -hmm. and then he stopped himself and and looked at his hand and was like, oh crap, I'm becoming Mm -hmm. the evil that is, so I will support you on that one. Yes. But here is the aspect of why I just want to rip this movie to shreds. The female leadership, (laughs) the (laughs) fact that it is disregarded so highly 
in this film is an insult to all of these Le little leadership boy you said yeah the female leadership is completely disregarded yeah. especially yeah. by poe dameron like what Agreed. and this is where i am going to curse what in the fuck are you thinking in a military um in military aspect that you're going to disregard not mm -hmm. once but twice mm -hmm. the um the um person who's supposed to be in charge of all of the military aspects yeah. of that not only does he disres disregard them and completely go against those orders then he completely freaking obliterates her verbally in front yep. of people that is court-martial fuck you yep. Yep. and then yep. but oh. here is the part where it really really pissed me <laughs> off it's still going it's oh it's Get still it. going Go. and Go. i wrote this down i am getting my hands together and all this oh, not only shit. does he defy another female leader he puts the entire resistance at risk mm -hmm. when he puts together a fucking coup that yep. knocks out, and then he's only knocked out when Leah is there. It's like, oh, Leah. And then mm -hmm. what happens? He is knocked out. He's going onto a ship. What does Vice Admiral Hodo say? She wrote this, this shit down. I did. I wrote this shit down. Get it. That one's a troublemaker. I like him. And so, what does Leah says? Me too. What the fuck, yeah. ladies? So, so the what verdict, the that's, that's fuck? That's a screenwriting whitewashing. So the like, conclusion yeah. right? like we've that, come that, to is that Pope Dameron's a piece cutes. of shit? Well, no, he this is. script is a piece of <laughs> shit. He's the most problematic this, thing in this movie. The script is a piece of shit. Yeah. Because, like, you're going to tell me that both Leah oh. and the Admiral mm -hmm. are going to be like that? Fuck you. That's some 1950 right bullshit that's, like, disagree. so misogynistic. I, no, I, I and and the like, phone message joke at the beginning of the bomb raid, yeah, like, that's, that's a 1994 joke. Because it's a, like, the, I have a galaxy far, far away. He was not like this in yeah. Force Awakens. Nope. He was not like this in um, What's It Called Skywalker. Right. Uh, what's It Called Skywalker. But that yeah, just that pissed, 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 pissed me off. She's One, right. the fact that Admiral Holdo did that um, went to Lightspeed. Honestly, Should when... Should have been Leia. When, uh, well, no, actually, that's I... a way to write your true. deceased actress out of the yeah. Yeah, but when I saw that, I, I before she even turned around, it's like, you know what? You're going to die anyway. You know you're going to die. Why don't you just do light speed? And then when she turned around, I'm like, all right, Ryan, thanks for, you know, we're yeah. on the same. <laughs> right. Just the for same. the historical record, too, Katie's, note, Katie's notes here for the historical record. I think the last five lines just say fuck over and over again. Yeah, yeah. actually yeah. Does. What the <laughs> actual fuck? Can I actually show this to the camera? Yeah. Oh, the, and the says, penmanship, by the way. Put this up for sale on as eBay. As a teacher here. Like, wow. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> fuck? It just says, like, fuck, no. like, all over on here. <laughs> yep. Anyways, good thing Will didn't bring his daughter today. Yeah, um, so here, here's my my. Please like, like and subscribe, though, guys. <laughs> my like, I'm available the, for the schools and churches. Is really tricky for me to discuss because I feel like it's such a such a like a contradiction in so many ways. There's so many aspects of the movie that I think are really good, and there's so much of it that I think is really bad. Yeah. So. I think, honestly, it's the most visually stunning Star Wars yeah, film such a in the bunch, hands right there with down. Really? Um, I am yeah, tired of all the dolly puts in. Like, every time like there's a dramatic moment, the camera goes like right in on someone. I'm like, did it, I thought, will they I stop doing that? Yeah. Like, I thought yeah. that was a beautiful movie, visually. Oh, no, it's color. Yeah. Oh. The sand whole, and the yeah. red sand, the, the oh, yeah, red salt stuff. So oh. With, with Luke projecting oh, no. himself across the galaxy oh. and how they're, the they're framing the Irish islands. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it as a sci-fi movie, but as a Star Wars movie, I think Ryan Johnson kind of misread his audience a little bit. 
Maybe I think well, I think that he he didn't only misread him. He like yeah. wanted to like condescend to them. Yeah, Can I mean, I, yeah, yeah. See that? I, uh, so who's gonna hit me with the microphone? No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. It's gonna knock my ass out. I, I think the problem is too is that it's great to give Luke and other characters complexity, but the essence of Star Wars, the, the reason why it was written the way it was, is trope based. It is uh, archetype based. Mm-hmm. It's so so it's right. it, yeah. you're kind mm-hmm. of like giving the hero. More dimension. I mean, Luke was the hero of the the first three mm-hmm. films. You're you're giving a character that doesn't have dimension more dimension, mm-hmm. and it does mess with people because he can be painted with such broad strokes, nice broad strokes, mm. and then suddenly you're adding like, oh, and now he's having this like tortured, you know, oh, am I going to kill my nephew? Am I not? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? I'm grumpy old man. I, I do think it is. Not underestimating the audience, under, underestimating the material, mm. or, or uh, not appreciating the material, because, mm. yeah, I, I prefer uh, the reason why I like the original trilogy is because any, and I will defend the prequels a little bit only because there was at least a focus one through three. There was a plan. Yeah, um, is yeah, plan would help. They they kind of they they are archetypal characters that do I don't think need complexity to get the point across. It's a it's an epic space opera fantasy. It's not a moralistic universe, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. I, I liked Dejected Luke, and here's the thing with this movie that in general that was my problem with it is that I like the ideas. I just think they're rushed through the door. Some and Execution issues. Yeah, the, the execution is awful because I don't know if I'm watching a comedy or Roll if I'm supposed ice. to be watching a drama. And through the rims. Not to mention the overall rip Mike a new the overall plot of the film <laughs> is is just kind of boring. It's it's like Oregon Trail the film. Like, oh we gotta like, <laughs> oh, I've never heard it called that, but it makes yeah. sense. I don't I'm so mad that that's so right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's space Oregon Trail. That's what it is. Like we gotta we gotta the whole like thing is a chase sequence. Yeah. It is. It's Someone like, dies of dysentery too, it's weird. Well, no, it had more <laughs> subplots than True Blood season six. I mean, seriously, <laughs> there's like eight subplots going on, yeah, which I think is more than yeah. any Star Wars film, and it's like you guys just stick with what I mean the fact you, take you, you know four, do four you have the really three good. little you, yeah. you have the three little bears like going on their separate ways and they're all gonna <laughs> band together which no offense but yeah. in the last you know the rise of Skywalker I thought something was going on between Ray and Poe because they had a little mm-hmm. kind of grabby thing wait, wait. going on oh, that it's God. like uh I thought that was going on with mm-hmm. Force Awakens and then they just like abandoned yeah. like that whole love story because uh well I can see why John Boyega thinks uh, Disney's you know kind of closeted racist oh no so, not yeah. Finn but Poe Ray and Poe seem yeah, to have a I, thing and I don't I, even I thought see they it would have been great together. I thought Finn and Finn and Ray would have been a cool I, yeah I thought they had great chemistry mm-hmm. they had great and it was anybody it was building, but Adam Driver. And it was building perfectly too. It wasn't like you know, love at first sight kind of thing. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, it was very chaste, I guess you could say. It wasn't like driven by their romance. They just had like you could kind of tell there was a little thing between mm-hmm. them, and I like that. And they totally ignored that later. So. Speaking of ignoring things, what about the porgs, guys? And and last yes. Jedi. I was surprised <laughs> that they worked. They weren't as, as bad Disney's. as the other cute. Disney wrote like, a memo going. Toys, please. Are they yeah. worse than? Ewoks? Are they? Are they okay, worse? That's part of that's part of Star Wars, Toys, though. They're like they got to sell all these Ewoks. Ewoks. Are they worse than Ewoks? Yes. Yes. Way worse. Way worse really? Than Ewoks. No. Ewoks actually no. serve a plot purpose. Yeah. Like, and they they can throw down in that last battle. Yeah, Ewoks, Let's go. Yeah, Ewoks. They, 
They yeah. tasted better than Ewoks. Yeah. Katie said that in a voice that says, I want She's that Ewok. I've eaten say. so many fucking porgs. Yeah. yeah. She's like, she yeah. feasted on porgs. Katie has some dead porgs. bodies inside of her house. I heard um, porg bodies. Dead yeah. porgs. I'm not admitting yeah. to anything right now. I heard now. a <laughs> scourge of porgs. Yeah. I heard a good quote. I don't know when this was, if it was after Force Awakens or during Last Jedi or something, where Simon Pegg, a J.J. Abrams guy, um, it was asked like, "Hey, what's? Why are these movies not quite clicking?" And a guy who was in one of them as a you know performance capture character yeah. anyway, he's like, um, "He's like, what's missing is George Lucas. Like, they're not George Lucas enough." And I know we think of that in a in a dippy, you know, soap opera sense, but you know when they go super serious or they go for nine plot points instead of four really basic good ones, they do overshoot. It's mythos, and some of that is just George yeah. Lucas making really simpleton things for a good, easy crowd. And these sequel trilogy things are missing but, a little okay, dash okay, of George okay, Lucas. But have you ever seen Days of Our Lives, though? Because that, that has so many Oh my many gosh, plots. Tony DeMera. That has yeah. so many plot threads, subplots. But, that's, but you like, have 365 days to cover those. Yeah. You got two and a half hours of this. And also, mm -hmm. no one's going to be possessed by the devil and then have a baby, <laughs> and then it, they don't know whether yeah. it's their brother, their husband, mm -hmm. or their boyfriend's yeah. brother. And there's no, I don't, there's so, we can only hope these movies could even whiff the greatness of Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's going to be his next trilogy. You, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no evil Poe with a mustache that's like, I'm your long lost twin <laughs> oh brother and an eye patch. Uh, yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, miss, miss, me with, miss me with the Simon Pegg stuff because <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> Simon Pegg, he kind of makes me upset because... He's talking he, out of the... No, I, he yeah. started out as a guy who criticized pop culture. That's what he made his money on was mm -hmm. Space and Shaun of the this Dead. true. And then when people were bagging on J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, he was like, oh, why would you make fun of Star Trek? Oh. And I'm like, dude, that's what you did for a living. Like, it's true. And now he's, now he's saying that the stuff that he's in sucks, and or maybe he's like siding with J.J. Abrams because the yeah. Ryan... Like, I, I, I don't... I don't know. Bite I'm not a peg fan anymore. I used to be. I'm just not anymore. Sorry, that was my little yeah. sidebar. No, but here, I think the general consensus is with the Last Jedi is that it's kind of a structural and tonal mess. Like whenever there is a dramatic yeah. scene, it it's gets undercut. undercut with another stupid joke. Yeah. Where I don't know if that was. His, I don't think it was a Disney note because like Ryan Johnson's follow-up film the Marvel had effect. like they a lot of. were trying to do what Marvel does really well, which is. I think it was that, and Ryan Johnson but, but wanted they, to be funnier. Look, I give so. you a. I did. I don't. Yeah, but, but Marvel balances it better. I think. I mean, there's some like Guardians Volume Two and stuff like that that don't do it that well. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, they were. I think they were looking at a trend. They were like, oh, you know. I quips, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't Second agree with the with the tonal comment. I agree with the structural comment, but I don't think the movie the movie was really overly serious, but it wasn't tonally confused. I thought it was a pretty serious mm. from what I remember, it was a pretty serious movie. Like no, I thought like no, it was, it's not really serious. like I, I thought it was pretty you go back to that script where there's and Mike's right too, where we're undercutting some things with jokes. With some sidebars, with mm -hmm. with too many threads. Too many. Yeah. No, no, I understand that, but it's like in terms of I and thought, that could be an undercut. When you go to something that doesn't matter to take away from something that should, you're undercut. Yeah, I guess I didn't really see it that way. But I, I, you're not wrong. I, just, I guess I just didn't notice it as much. Fair. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's it, like I thought that that's um, a viewer thing. Like some people are all about like, no, gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme some more. Well, and some people are like, now pare it down, give yeah. me something. A little more honed. That yeah. is a. I thought it was consistently awkward with its humor. But yeah, like, that's totally. kind of <laughs> what I mean. It's like there's so many moments where I'm like, oh, this is interesting, and then you know, but that's not someone totally would like fart or something, stuff. and I'm like, what? It can be. Mm. I think it can. Be. Ask Ask uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yes. 
I mean, that movie could have spent more time not deleting the wait, scene wait, where... Did anyone know that there's like a scene where like uh, Luke Skywalker is grieving over Han Solo after like yes, where's Han? And there's just like a shot of him in the Falcon, but mm -hmm. instead they wanted to replace that with him, you know, milking uh, big walrus and getting blue. See, that actually yeah. makes me more mad. I would have liked to have seen him grieve Han. Well, he's I'd crying. He's see... crying and mourning him as he's milking the thing. I mean, he can multitask. Oh no, that was just nasty. <laughs> That's the... nasty. Watching that, building like... that, yeah. That is the biggest crime to me of the entire sequel trilogy is that we never, ever got the three of them together. Uh, we never. We, yeah. we did get a they scene. They took we, it for granted, and then we lost. People. We got yeah. one scene with Leia and Luke, which was nice. Mm -hmm. We got a couple Beautiful scenes scene. with Han and Leia, which was nice. But never all three. But the fact that mm -hmm. we never got all three, even at the end yeah. when they could have stuck in, uh, like the Force Ghosts, have them all together as Force Ghosts or something. I mean, who knows what Harrison Ford is in the ninth movie? Yeah, where he's just showing up with a bad hair. Like, oh, I'm yeah. going to my trailer. Uh, just film me. Get over. He doesn't even have to shave for the scene. He's like, fine, I'll do yeah. the fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think I, Callista, and also I think I know it's tough and we're going to see this soon with uh, Wakanda forever as well. It's very tough to deal with a, a, a major actor or actress dying and trying to do something with that character. I think with Leia, I, I don't think it would have been disrespectful or if she died tragically from Kylo Ren blasting her out into space. They had and, moments to kill her properly. And, and they, instead of doing the Mary Poppins Yeah, and they did. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, but, I enjoyed that because like, you'd always got that hint that maybe Force Sensitive yeah, Lay was a chance. Okay, but visually, I, here's I enjoyed thing. that new idea. You no, can do whatever yeah. you want with the Force, yeah. but just visually, it looks so silly it when you're bad. seeing ex-coke addict Carrie Fisher <laughs> floating <laughs> through space. The, but no, but it also... We're putting on there? It, Come on it's, I'm canceled. Right. It's bad for multiple <laughs> reasons because, A, I don't think it looks good. It looks goofy in the story itself. But B, I think they wanted to give her, with the footage they had, they wanted to yeah. give her like a heroic send-off kind of thing, which also doesn't make sense because they have her floating in space with the swell of John Williams' music, and then she's just in a coma. And, and, uh, yeah. and it's kind of like, we don't want to think about it in our heads like, oh, she's dead. You know, and, and have a death on screen, but you know, at least yeah. give it some plot purpose, some emotional purpose. Have her die for something. In the end, I think in the last hour or whatever it's called, she just dies. Yeah, they're just like um, Princess Leia is gone. Everyone's like, yeah. no, and then they just move on with the story. Well, here's the thing: is they can't realistically show her floating in space because there's no gravity in space, and so all of her insides would just come out of every orifice in her body. That would have been a great death. Science of the Last Jedi. No, the whole fact that the Resistance is slow as fuck. Bombers are going like, all right, guys, let's go. Tink, 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 tink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so you're you gonna, me? None yeah. of it holds water. None of it, yeah. Release the bombs. Like, I'm not even going to accept the bombs works. coming yeah. down, but exactly. you're not going to accept Princess Leia. For, yeah, you, you like, drop those. Float off in the space. Yeah, they float off in the space. I don't know. They need to pick where they commit, all right? I know. Instead of just not committing. Yeah. Inconsistent. Science doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially in Star Wars, science doesn't matter. Uh, but which I, I couldn't even begin to uh, even go there. Here's the main thing that always bothered me with the movie, though, and it was a problem I had with The Force Awakens, which is, you know, I get that in the first 
Star Wars, you don't know how the Rebels or Empire came to being. And back then, that was from Star Wars. It was just called Star Wars. You didn't need to know anything. But then when Empire Strikes Back came out, it says Episode 5. So you're going, okay, so there was a 1, 2, and 3, and the previous movie was 4. Those movies must fill that gap in. Here, we don't know how the First Order or Resistance came to being, other than it being uh, just you know a, a spinoff of... Uh, the, the the rebels in the empire, and because I don't know how they came to be, I just don't care like what's what what their whole struggle is because yeah, I have no investment in it. Yeah, even in the OG trilogy, the empire is just there. They're the yeah. ship chasing land ship, and we just go. So like I don't need villain sure, origin story but here. They were they were definitively the yeah like they were, were very clearly destroyed, destroyed in the like, end of Return of the Jedi. One big station was destroyed. Well, that was you got the hint with that one that they were putting all their resources into that station. Yeah. That was the last of their. Sure, there's star destroyers oh, no. around and stuff, but yeah. no, yeah, I'm doing that, and it just makes me think of the last Jedi when she goes through with the light speed and destroys completely destroys the fleet. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> let's get everyone ship here. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many ships do you guys have? Yeah. And how many people do you have on these ships? Like, yeah. the freaking Resistance is a trailer on, like, yeah. a right. car on wheels. Right. And you guys are like the, and the only thing that is the Trump Tower. It's like, you guys aren't going to win. I mean, they basically have the finances that can back this. And it's mm -hmm. like, sure. then when they're on that planet, and it's like, Here's all these things. I'm like, what happened to the fleet you just destroyed? What was the point? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, how does everyone survive on those, sh on those like star cruisers or whatever? Oh yeah. All the things. Like every time you destroy one, it's like a hydra. Three more pop up. I'm like, who is making these things? But then you find that out in the Rise of Skywalker. And I'm like, is, and again, this is bullshit. Like, yeah, I remember they the cartoonish. Yeah, but where were they for yeah. 30 years it's, underneath well, that planet or whatever? I, Apparently. Yeah. That's a mess of it. We can all agree that movie blows, right? Oh, every I think so. everyone can universally agree that movie. I mean, I'm, is yeah. just I'm one of those. I, I want to see the documentary about yeah. the making of it. It must have been a fucking. I mean, shit I admit show. I'm one of those softies yeah. where Abrams is fun and I can have fun, and I'm one of the guys that's easy to please. Where I'm just happy there was more Star Wars. Yeah, like, but if you yeah. told I got Land of Krishi and I had some fun, I was all right. Okay. If you told me well, that's when, content. When I, was, I, when I, was I wish it, lots of things were different there, story. but I'm, I was entertained for the two hours. If, I had. if you told me when I was a kid that I'd get another Star Wars movie, like when I'm watching Return of the Jedi on VHS, mm -hmm. and that the concluding scene would be people on horseback in an open space environment. Oh, charging right. down a Star Destroyer, I would have been like, okay, no, no, I'm good with the original. And uh, I, yeah, I, <laughs> that part is like, it's not good, Star yeah. Wars, but I got Star Wars. Well, I don't even watchable. I can't even rewatch the movie. Yeah. Like, My uh, expectations are that low. That's for why. me. It was I just was completely insulted by the way they treated Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. again, she just she just got a pat on the back. Let me be the one that dropped the F on like. Fuck you! Mm -hmm. You gave a majority of her lines to Dominic, Dominic Moynihan, which was absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely no reason why he no. should have been in that film. Yeah. And that's, yet that's you cut her into it. like a basically, like practically a cameo. Yep. And then brought him in. It makes no sense. It's insulting. Like it, yeah. There's and so much wrong with that movie. It, yeah. They just proved that, like, as long as fans are loud, obnoxious jerks, they'll give them what they want. They're like, okay, we're gonna bully and Kelly I feel bad that I, and we're gonna. That I feel because I am willing to watch the movie. I feel like I've landed in that crowd, and I'm like, I want to be in that crowd, and I'm not gonna support that crowd. But, but it sucks that it. When people blame the Last Jedi for the Rise of Skywalker, and I'm just like, oh, I can't do that because yeah, no, filmmakers, yeah, but I've seen passed away. They were rocking a hard place there, yeah. Well, so. th that and but take 
wait, take another year. Who's gonna? We're all, we all can wait. Like, I know they put these movies two years apart. The old Lucas ones were three years apart. Mm-hmm. Terry Fisher dies. No harm in waiting a year to really hammer something a little yeah. smoother. Yeah. yeah, and it would have been a good opportunity if, since the last year, I did sort of open the door for the newer generation of characters mm. to do something and forge their own path, that would have been a good opportunity to step back, take a step back and say, hey, what are we doing wrong? You know, yeah. Yeah. Instead of just kid. going there to panic mode. There was backlash where who, who's listening, who's not listening at that big mouse house of Star Wars. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, it's a it's a huge disaster over in the mouse house when it comes to Star Wars. I mean, at Star least Wars. now they know a little bit of what they're doing with the television stuff, but now they're starting to do too There's much television stuff. I mean, yeah. what they did with Book of Boba Fett, I cannot, if within any logical reason, think that someone thought, oh yeah, this is what the fans want to see with the character. They Bad Batch isn't good either. I don't like... It was terrible. Yeah, the Bad Batch, it was just 90% rescue missions and it's just Omega game. saying that cute stuff. Out? I didn't even know that came yeah. out. Mm. Season 1 did. Season 2 comes out in September. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to see it. That, that was a huge waste of my time. Like, the first episode was good, and then that was yeah. about it. Yeah. It's, it's just really, there's no, it tried to take the anthological structure of Clone Wars, but it didn't make it interesting, and it didn't, like, mm. none of it really connects. It's not, like, the characters aren't that good. It just didn't have what Clone Wars had in terms of like okay. the cast to be able to support that kind of structure. Although the Clone Wars started real slow and wasn't that great in the beginning, it so it can get good. Like I, I hope no, it, it's you, we see impossible. the extinction of the clones. I want to see that. I want to see Grandma think Grandma Tarkin saying, "You may fire one ready again," and then he'll. Uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, and you know he he ends up just wiping out all the clones in one swift move because they rise up against the empire because they're fading them out yeah. and then they're saying oh they're problematic we can't keep them because now they all got their little inhibited chips out of their heads. <laughs> right. Thing I think the big mouse needs to do is that when they have fans that are bullying the characters so much because of systematic racism. Yeah. Um, Disney itself needs to stand up and say, we're not going to stand for this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they have had stars that have said that, but the organization itself, like, yes. oh my, you may lose a couple million dollars out of the billions yeah. that you are making. But you the fact out. that, and they're, they're both mm-hmm. women of color that have had these circumstances happen is unacceptable. Well, I agree. And I agree. And I, I'm going to be the shill here, but they need to just walk down the hallway and Take some guidance from Kevin Feige and Marvel because mm-hmm. if Marvel bowed down to every stupid fan thing, like we Captain Marvel sucks, like mm-hmm. you know they wouldn't release the movie, they wouldn't have the character, they we wouldn't have we wouldn't have a a, a brown Muslim character now, we wouldn't have mm-hmm. Hawkeye be a girl, we wouldn't have you know all this stuff. It's mm-hmm. it seems like that doesn't have they don't have that problem at that point. And we of the were saying house. that on the way here where. When they make those moves, they don't get enough credit for it, even to a degree. Yeah, but it's yeah. but it, I don't. You never hear with DC. You hear it with Star Wars. You definitely get it. Like yeah. a lot of stuff. Like for whatever reason, whatever Disney's doing, or they're letting Feige do his own thing. Like they should take a page from that book. Just don't give in to even the loud two percent. Yeah, you know, even go, go with down the, the hall. One more hallway to Pixar. They do well, great true. things. I know it's yeah. animated and it's easier, but their employment of women and 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 uh, storytellers of different demographics are it's fantastic. And the stories they tell. Yeah, and their their Pixar, just from what I've noticed, they've been getting you know uh, a little bit of backlash because you know people are saying I couldn't identify with the Canadian <laughs> Chinese characters or Lightyear has a gay kiss in it. So yeah. you know, like, but 
you don't see Pixar coming Spoiler out. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. It's, it's a huge part. It's a huge <laughs> part of the video. I haven't seen oh, it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm my kidding. God. Girls kissed. What? No, but yeah, but huge part of the movie, guys. Really essential to the plot. Uh, but no, it's it's... They're, but they're not stopping making the stories they want to tell. Like Star Wars is a clear example of, yeah, maybe The Last Jedi didn't work for some people, and that's fine. Like if I don't like it, I, I was still on board for Star Wars at that point. Yeah. Uh, at but that in, point. but Anymore. instead of, you know, but instead of trying to assuage those that loud two percent. Yeah. Just make your own stories and. You're going to have your fans that are there, and you're going to make people happy. I don't know. Let's be cream will rise to the top even in the fandom. Yeah. Have you read the, the script for Duel of the Fates, the alleged script for Colin Trevorrow's yeah. original? It's not much better. I mean, Colin yeah. Trevorrow. way better than, I thought it was way better I mean, than Rise of Skywalker. I'm a comic book guy where Dark Horse's Dark Empire series would have been yeah. wonderful comic. Like, if you can make that comic in the movie, but the years have passed where Mark and everybody was far too old, but man, that would be... That's yeah. well, that's a sequel series. I would. What they could do is just make animated like movie versions of that. Works for Warner's in DC because yeah. their live action stuff sucks. Yeah, because they could easily you could do like a Shadows <laughs> of the Empire or the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, but that's such for a the most, there's dips in. Yeah. DC, yeah. But. Closing thoughts on Last Jedi since um, we're drifting. Yeah. What did the characters really learn in the end outside of uh, Ray has to learn how to forge her own path and what, what have we just developed with Ray? Of her, with her as a character, other than like she, she doesn't know who her down. parents are. Her, her, and her learns advan- how to move, make rocks move. Yeah, yeah. Her, <laughs> her advancement of within the force is clear, and and, a, and they invest time there between the stuff on uh, the, the the islands with Luke, and then where she can apply that with Kylo. Uh, there's an I, I find the the yeah her growth in as a more accomplished user of the force is enough. For a middle movie, I don't know, but like she doesn't really hit like a low point or anything. It's not like Luke, like when he gets I think his the low arm point chopped is, off and then no, he loses his dad. I don't know if you need that because the then, Nazi then of yeah, the universe, you know, because we've, I mean, I bet we've all seen the articles where she gets the Mary Sue treatment way too often. Um, I think her low yeah. point is um, the parental stuff is still counts as a low in terms of an internal low, right. and then the, this this connection that is that is played there between her and her villain with kylo is a hefty challenge where that's enough it's not losing an arm which would be a, such a tropey thing to do at this point it's enough she loses both arms <laughs> it would be more interesting if she joined kylo right now there's forging that would have been cool. i would yeah. i remember thinking that in the well, that's why i was like oh the wow where's this gonna go then last jedi alluded to that the trailer mm-hmm. was one of the best trailers i've seen the great ever, trailer like, ever yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I remember being blown away by that trailer. So I think maybe I don't know how much this played into it, but the, the, tra- mm-hmm. the trailer was so good, and then people saw the movie, and it was, and the trailer was a little bit misleading because you know the movie is a little misleading. Yeah. But well, the trailer made it look like this big dark middle chapter, like the the font was oh, in did. red, yeah. and you're like, oh they, shit, yeah. last yeah, same thing happened movie. with uh, Attack of the Clones. I remember that trailer being like super dark and that was noiry, like yeah. yeah, it was like this deep. Got like this deep like dun dun. And what do we learn there? That Anakin hates sand. You know. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Like it's cool it was, to get everywhere. Yeah. It was nothing girl. like the trailer. So <laughs> I've been, yeah. been betrayed by Star Wars trailers before. But so. I mean, again, with Ray and Kylo, you have the fact that oh look, um, he pulled your pigtail. That means he likes you. Um, that kind of aspect yeah. of yeah. it. It's and, bad. Could you please I mean, put the shot on? Like, oh, why is like, this come here? Come on. And then again with Rose and Finn, it's like, 
don't sacrifice yourself. I will sacrifice myself so you oh, have to sacrifice mm-hmm. yourself. It's so, and then yeah. the thing's going to get blown up, but I saved you. It's like, okay, I don't. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> come on. That's this is not what job. little girls need to be seeing. Well, yeah, it's and true. the Kelly Marie Tran thing, like, uh, people have this problem with separating the actor from the character. Like, I don't think she's a great character, no. but the actress doesn't deserve the no, She's just doing her job. She didn't write that yeah. stupid script. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan Johnson and, did. And it's, <laughs> it, it's a kind of a Star Wars tradition because we did get rid of Jar Jar, too. Ahmed, yeah. You know, Ahmed Best, he had to suffer through that kind of stuff, too. Oh, and, yeah. He, uh, he, like, he almost committed suicide. So and, did yeah, uh, really so did the Lloyd. little kid, too. Yeah, Jake Lloyd. He, uh, he like, yeah. Uh, went on a high-speed police chase, and of course, like, what did every asshole on the internet write? Like, oh, now this is pod racing. Like, he actually went off. to school at Columbia College here. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. And people treated him like crap there, yeah. That's yeah. horrible. And that goes back to what you said, that fandom. Yeah. Like, take some time, purge that through what Will's saying of like, you know what, make your movies that say to, to the fandom be damned, and you will, you'll, you'll, they'll, they'll excise themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like whatever happened to, te- to, to telling stories and just letting people kind of respond to the stories rather than giving people that much input in the stories that you're right. telling. Right. <laughs> Byron Lafayette. Oh, my God. Zack Snyder Dude, Cut. Yeah. You fucking uh, people. Byron, Byron. He's probably going to listen to this. You know Good. That, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Looking in the camera. What, what did Byron say? <laughs> what didn't he say? What didn't he say? What didn't he say? Oh, no. well, yeah, no. Yeah. I, but, I don't want to talk about Byron. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I mean, I look, I predominantly uh, view and review for the horror community, and believe me, you want to talk backlash. I mean, it's yeah. like... This is either the best movie of the year. This yeah. is it's always like, oh, it's There's scarier no than it's, There's no gray, it's scarier yeah. than Exorcist. We like, all know that. It doesn't have to be scarier than Exorcist. It just has to be scary. Hey, you don't are... have to make it the absolute best film that's ever been in horror. No. It can just be a really yeah. good film. Just be very or good. It's Fans like, like her hyperbole. They love their hyper uh, their hyperbole. They love writers their and their paychecks love hyperbole yes. too. Yeah. Well, I mean, they love yeah. And when it comes to horror too, like it's so territorial sometimes because like I'm not an Ari Aster guy. I, I didn't care for the two movies that he's done. I know, I know you do, but see, you're not coming at me and going like, "You suck." Like no. you don't. Not like, yet. Like, oh, not yet. show left. That's Look, gonna be after the show. I'm gonna yeah. drop. I met him. I met yeah. him at DePaul, yeah. and when they were playing uh, Hereditary, mm-hmm. I stepped out because I was like, I've seen the movie three, four times. Mm-hmm. Um, I stepped out. I see this guy in the little wait- waiting area, and I was like. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. It's like, is that Ari Aster? Is that Ari Aster? <laughs> it's like, that is Ari Aster. It's like, Mr. Gone. It's like, uh-huh. and I'm like, what to do? Like, hey, uh, are they going to do a QA? You know, or he's like, you know, I don't know. And we had this beautiful conversation. Yeah. We, I talked to him about how Love I it. think it's an atrocity that Tony Collette, you know, Tony wasn't noticed that Florence Pugh yeah. wasn't yep. noticed. He's like, you know, he's like, but then he brought up the fact, he's like, look, Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach have two of the best films. Like, I know they're yeah. going to get Oscar nominations. Super gracious. Even, yeah. It's like, yeah. he was super gracious. And I was like, I have to say, I have been sticking up for you because it's like, I think you're an amazing director on yeah. your own. You're the, not, you don't have to be the next Hitchcock. You don't have to be just the be next really good You just Ari have to Aster. be a really good Ari Aster. He's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Thank you very much for that. Yes. I'm like, you're welcome. And then he did the um, Q and A at the front, and it's like well, I, I had talked to a completely different person. Like yeah. you were, oh, like, they, yeah. I, I know they have to put on a face for that. Stuff. Well, yeah, you know, but, it's yeah. it's well, and That's I, I survive. And I'll tie this into Last Jedi too. It's that, uh, and and I, when I mentioned territorial, it's like, 
Yeah, of course. I mean, he seems like Ari Aster seems like a great guy. Like, I have nothing against him as a person. I just I don't prefer his type of storytelling. Just like I don't like Nolan or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it goes with the Last Jedi too. It's like there was also this contingent with Last Jedi that was like, oh, if you don't like this, you don't like Ryan Johnson either. You know, and it's yeah. kind of like maybe I don't no. like Ryan Johnson's film, but yeah. like yeah. I have nothing yeah. against the man. Yeah, Same. I think a lot of fans get so territorial <sighs> or defensive about people yucking on their yum because. They feel like they're attacking them. Mm. Like it, be, it becomes like a. Very... Is that your phrase, yucking on your yum? Yeah, I, I like about, that. I didn't come up with it. Thing. No, I say this school. Don't I, I've yum. never, yeah. I've never heard that before. But it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I vouch for it. It's a school yeah. teacher thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I wish I was that clever. But the, <laughs> you are now. You got to own it. The, um, but I feel like when people maybe insult a Star Wars movie or they insult um, something that somebody loves, they think that they're insulting them. Like, I feel like mm. that there's a degree of that there. I don't know yeah. if that's the whole thing. People get personal. But I think people take it very personally. And yeah. they're like, if you don't think this is the best thing ever, then fuck you. You no. know what I mean? Oh, because no. The, the Twitter stuff, I'm not taking yeah. any questions. Fight me. Like, see, all the hashtags that go with yeah, these. Yeah, the, the very righteous, like, you know, so far up their own asses, they're, you know, yeah. Yeah, like, Switch. I'm not going to write off Ryan Johnson as a filmmaker. In no, any no, way. no, Brick uh, is, I, I love Brick. Brick's like, very yeah. well done. Shit. He made the best episode of Breaking Bad, which was, like, the, was it the third the or the last one? Yeah. 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 The Lord one where everything just goes to shit. That's just fine. He's a very, and he's a talented writer, too, I think that. I think he, was he just put had into a, tough material. He, he well, he also had a different idea for what I think he thought Star Wars should be and was. Then. And I dug the chance to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's again, I respect well, the effort, but I just thought it was. Uh, I think it's maybe not entirely Ryan Johnson's fault. I think Disney wanted him to just like shove the movie through the door, so he's like, "Ah, uh, here you go." People and, like to know. blame Kathleen Kennedy. They really do. They they like to say that I'm it was all. Here. Yeah. And I don't know if don't I. Don't get started on producers. Maybe yeah, I mean, she producers. is. This the is producer, the strength of her so. influence. I think I think people I just want to point writes. fingers, or it's just so like wrong. let's just I don't, I don't like how productive is pointing fingers though. Like I don't think it's that productive. I think they're just yeah. yelling at whoever they. They're can. yelling at whoever they. Can. Yeah. Well, I mean, and yell at the person who pays the bills. Yeah. I, I will say you can ca- criticize Kathleen Kennedy to an extent, not to the extent that. But people were calling for her to be fired and stuff. That's oh, they were probably calling. They were probably like trying to January six her if they could. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yeah it's. That was the thing that I forgot to mention. Oh, yes, I, I heard coup, about this pre-show. Yes, I'm excited. because okay. watching the coup that um, Poe did on the deck to um, Admiral uh, or Vice Admiral Aldo reminded me of the coup on January 6th, which I think was an influence three years later. Dun, dun, dun. Dramatic show, yeah. 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 Do I think... Do I think? I mean, look at the shit show that was. Katie and then you said look it here the, first. If you like yeah. the Last Jedi, you also are against freedom. She said it here first. <laughs> if you like the Last first. Jedi, is Lucas that, that means you hate America. Like, are they running? Let's get him out of retirement. <laughs> no, but uh, is there more you want to elaborate on that? No, that's, the, the, oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. I was like, drop I just watched that coup. Just like, oh, it's just like the coup on January sixth. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Connected. Yeah. No matter that it was six years earlier. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this before Dude, COVID. Oh, it's right. 2018, yeah. right? Because this yeah. was 2017, and that's 2020. It sure is. Because oh. it's and it was December. Prophetic uh, stuff there. Yeah. So see, okay. now that it's still. And plus Ryan, Ryan knew. Now we're Ryan gonna knew. layer oh more. God. Oh God, Ryan, Ryan jo- knew. Brian Johnson. I just, I just know that like. We're gonna be on a watch list because. My my first reaction to seeing the movie, I'll never forget it. Like uh, I was in the theater and. 
immediately when like Luke threw the lightsaber, I just remember just burying my hands in my head. And I see Mike's reaction in real he just screaming, throwing his popcorn and leaving. Apparently my friend said I looked like I was having like a horrible anxiety attack during the whole movie. <laughs> like convulsing was, and like, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> That was me for that was me for I was the, like that apparently. The JJ Trek. Because I was just like, this is not Star Trek to me. And I, I but I wasn't calling was, for JJ Abrams' yeah. death or anyone to be fired from Paramount or anything. Just wasn't for me, but I yeah. was having a nervous breakdown yeah. over that, but whatever. I mean, Star Wars is going to be around forever, and people are going to keep screwing it up, and once in a while they'll TV get it right. It looks like they're hitting some home runs on that. I think they need to do. Kenobi hit a home run at the end. Oh, Star Trek. Oh, Star like Trek is having World some is wins. Doing great. Picard's been they fine, need so. to. Star Wars. Ass on that one. He was ready. <laughs> yeah, Star, Star Wars needs to do what they did in 83 and take about a 10, 10 year break. Yeah, don't. Uh, they can piddle away with the. Get a new generation in that yeah. will have a different take because. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, but you know they special. won't. Of course they won't. Money. No. Kathleen Kennedy's writing all the checks. I mean, I personally, I like all the Star Trek films, and that will go into little part of that will go into our ne next segment that we're going to talk oh, about. Oh there we go. Oh, that's the segue we need. That's the segue, and we need to, uh, yeah, we need to tighten, yeah. tighten this one up a little bit. Mm -hmm. next Mike, thanks segment. for setting this up for all of us. Yeah. One more episode yeah. after this. Absolutely. That yeah. unity. I know, no, yeah. And on that, we will be back with movies we that make us cry. Mm. All right. Uh, folks, uh, I don't know about you. I, I'm, Will is the genius where, you know, he hates the movie and I try to be the guy that likes it. But uh, here yep. we are Makes sense. back on Cinephile History Fit talking about it. So I know, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember because I never listened to you when you talk. And, and I was so busy when we, we just listened to the episode together live. Yeah. That's that's what happens right. when you record these episodes. Uh, I don't remember. Did you like the movie? I can't remember if you did or not. <laughs> I did. I was a. I was. I, I'm. I'm not a Star Wars: The Last Jedi stan, but I was into mm. it enough where I was able to defend what I could defend, or at least compliment where I can compliment. I'm too busy staring okay. in Mike Crowley and Hayden Mears' dreamy eyes. So. All right then. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that shows you how much I pay attention to the show. So, uh, yeah. but in the meantime, <laughs> you, if you, you would like, to... <laughs> you pulled the will, you pulled the will Ferrell from old school. I blacked out. What did I say? You know? <laughs> I, I I was I I did. I was too busy looking like if you guys see the video on YouTube, I was too busy looking like a sandworm from Dune. I'm so huge in those videos, but uh, it's okay. I you know uh, we'll move on. We'll move on from that. Definitely have a face for radio, but uh, and a body for radio too. Uh, but um, in the meantime, if you want to have you know a connection with Don, where he pays attention and focuses and has good analysis and. Mm -hmm. And then you got me blacking out all the time. You want to follow us on Twitter at Cinephile Fit and on Facebook at Cinephile Hissy Fit Podcast. Also find us both on Letterboxd. We appreciate your captive audience and social media participation. Don't forget, Cinephile Hissy Fit is a 25-wild media podcast. It is brought to you by RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. It is edited by Mitch Proctor at RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. Thank you so much for dealing with this, even though we just gave you a flawless recording. Flawless. Um, mm, definitely. Definitely nothing you can find at fault here. Uh, please visit, rate, review, and subscribe. We are also on Rotten Tomatoes, the new Banana Meter, and have become charter members of the new Independent Film Critics of America. If you enjoyed this show, Ruminations Radio Network has more where that came from. With wonderful programs and interesting hosts, our show and others are available on iTunes, Spotify, Why Is My Voice Getting Higher, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. 